Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by another Happy Studios. I don't have a clever thing to say. I'm too emotionally vulnerable. This is Doomsday. I, I can never stop. Every week, man, he's getting more and more outrageous as well. You're swinging your arms in the air. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Still Got Legs, the um, only Docky Who podcast in the world. My name's Nathan. I'm the main host. I'm joined by Lawrence, the lesser host. Um, and here we are. <laughs> and he dances, and it does my head in. It's not like a big flamboyant thing. I'm like, I'm doing it a is, hula hoop. It is it's a, a traditional dance. thing. No, it's a big flamboyant thing. Yeah, but it's a it's a traditional move. The hula. what tradition? The, the tradition of dance. That's not a tradition. How, it's one of mine. Who are you to tell me otherwise? What what? Well, talk me through this tradition then. I do the hula. It's when sim- this is that, when you do the theme, it's as simple as it gets. Well, no, that's just made up. No, it's not, because I've been doing it for a couple of weeks now. If it wasn't a tradition, Lawrence, how would you know to tell me to stop? Today, we're here to talk about Doomsday, the finale <clears throat> of Series 2 of uh, Doki Who. Uh, as I said, it's called Doomsday. It's written once again by Russell T. Davies, directed by Graham Harper, the same writing, directing duo as last week, which makes sense as it is a two-parter. Yes. Um, and it's uh, a very sad time. It's a very sad time. I it is. I went in thinking I was emotionally prepared, and I was wrong. Yeah, I went in thinking I've seen this plenty of times before. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't need to prepare anything or or get myself ready in any like emotional capacity. I'll be absolutely fine. Um, when the ending theme was playing of the episode. I was just furiously wiping the tears from my face and and trying to regain some semblance of normality <laughs> after <laughs> afterwards. Um, it it is 
sad, but let, let's not jump the gun, right? No, let's Let, jump it. Oh, okay. Well, then in that case, let's, yes. Let's start with the very ending of the episode. No, let's not. Um, yeah, please continue. Well, I was going to say it was a cliffhanger from last week. We are still waiting to find out how Rose is dying. Okay. Because Rose is still on paper dying, as far as we know. Okay. Well, the as Daleks far- are here, so... They are. They are here. And they're threatening. And I was spooked. All right. <laughs> it's a spooky what? opening, isn't it? <laughs> why, why were you spooked, Clarence? They're scary when there's four of them all, like, <clears throat> driving towards me in unison. Is there a scarier word for Daleks than driving towards me? Gliding. Gl- that is more ominous, yeah. Yeah. The slow glide. Um, Drifting. <laughs> now I'm just picturing one, just speeding <laughs> round a corner. <laughs> Um, look, you may have been scared, but Rose certainly wasn't. Straight away, she was like, nah, fuck this. I know you cunts are. Like, I'm not scared of you. The yeah. Daleks. See? I know you are. You're well, just a bunch of little pricks. I've killed your dad. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. She comes into it like, I've I've done this, man. You're four. I've handled, yeah. like, a million. Yeah. I ain't even, I ain't even stressed. Um, what are your, like... Obviously, we all know that going into this one, that this is the sad one. This is the end of season two. This is Rose's big departure. What, something I've never really thought about before, outside of all of that, remove yourself from that emotion <laughs> and that response. Where are you actually at with the episode? Like, the episode in general? Like, the threat level, the monsters? Uh, it's a good episode, I think. It's It's got a good... Uh, threat. It's got a good uh, monster pairing. We've got the Daleks and the Cybermen for the first time ever. Two um, of two of I was going to say arguably, but probably the two biggest villains. Ah, uh, oh, the Master. Um, two of the biggest villains in all of Doctor Who history. We've got them together in an episode against the Doctor. Paired that with the whole fucking Rose saying this is how she died thing. It's a exciting confusing scary and all around just emotional roller coaster i think as episodes go it's it's pretty much a uh, a certified banger if i may be so bold oh he's dropping it he's dropping the banger no i i know what you're saying because i agree i think like the coming together of these two monsters is something that like it they obviously had to set the stakes pretty high this is this is the first companion's departure of the new era so like I'd imagine this was kind of a pivotal moment, like where they already shit the bed with the transition between nine and ten. This was probably another shit the bed moment. Well, d- define shit the bed. Well, I'm right, worrying about 10. shit in the bed. What do, what do you mean? Well, like a grand change to a new coming show that is a revival of something people love. Like they hit the ground running with Christopher Eccleston, and then Christopher Eccleston was like, "I'm going," and they went, "Oh fuck, we got to replace the new guy again." See what I'm saying? No. Well, like that. Look, parting of the way is the first Doctor departure of the yeah. new series, and then good Doomsday is the first companion episode where is there's a departure. But how did they shit the bed? No, they were worried about shitting the bed. You get so hung up on fucking semantics, it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, because it sounds like you're saying the episode was bad. No, not at all. I was saying that like they could have shit the bed. Like they, they. This is a moment for them that they had to get right. Okay. For the show's future. It was something they needed to kind of get done correctly. And okay. that will go even more so in terms of like introducing the next one. But like but no, I like ultimately I think like it nails all of that stuff, but 
as there's there's the big sass off which we'll get to. Yes. But I don't. I feel like the Daleks and the Cybermen being together. I feel like it could have been a bit more explored. Oh, like, here we go. He hates everyone. No, no, not at all. But like, just in the sense of like, you don't get much of it. You get like a war where there's not much being said, where they're just in a warehouse shooting at each other. And then like, you get the sass off, which is obviously kind of everyone's go-to moment for these two monsters interacting. But then like, th- yeah, because like you've got Pete and Jackie um, finding each other. You've got the return of Jake and Mickey and all of that. I feel like, those two monsters coming together, there's, there's, uh, maybe it gets met down the line again, but there was definitely some potential that was left on the table. I can, I can understand the point because, like, was it as good as a Dalek and Cybermen story could have been? Like, was it the mm. the absolute best of the best Dalek and Cybermen story we could have had? No, it wasn't. They didn't. They, you know, there wasn't a huge lot of like cooperation interaction between the two monsters and that sort of stuff i get that but i feel like in an episode which is already like a wrap-up to a companion as well um i i would worry about doing too much yeah sort of thing i feel like if it wasn't like a companion uh departure episode um then maybe there would be the space for like a more um shall we say um ambitious story with mm. with the Daleks and the Cybermen. I think for for what the episode is, it does the job that's needed. Yeah, I think. Well in in you saying that, I'm thinking like it is there this it is somewhat admirable that they like brought these two fan favourite monsters together and they went, but that's not the focus of this. The focus yeah. is Rose. And the fact that it's still as highly regarded as it is obviously shows they made the right call. Like Exactly. And I and I think like as as it stands at the moment, I think it is quite well balanced. It's not like, oh, the Daleks get a little bit of time, and then it's mostly the Cybermen, and then uh, like half an hour at the end for Rose or whatever. It's like every, every kind of like all the like main players and the main uh, like monsters and stuff. They all get like at least a moment to to shine throughout the episode. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, I just think obviously, and I know that they, I I guess. Down the line, I'm thinking off the top of my head that they do this better, Daleks and Cybermen stories. Oh, really? No. Do they not? I don't think there's ever... Do you mean like a Dalek and Cyberman team-up? Maybe not a team-up, like because this wasn't a team-up, but like a joint story no. where they share the space. There is... The only joint Dalek and Cyberman story which has come into my mind is uh, the season five finale. But that's like a whole bunch of other monsters as well. Um, is there not anything in Power of the Doctor? Is there a team up there? No, Daleks aren't in Power of the Doctor. Power of the Doctor is in Jodie Whittaker's final episode. Yeah, isn't there a moment where the Master's doing his Rasputin dance that the Dalek turns around and looks at a Cyberman? Oh, yes, there is actually, yes. I I forgot about that. They're, they're clearly not main players in the episode, obviously. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, yeah. And that's the same with season five, really. They're just there to lock the Doctor in the Pandorica. Well, yeah, there's a whole team up thing there going on. Um, but but yeah, there's there's not much. There's 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 not many anyway. There's this like... is two Hoovians just going. Oh, hang on, this is really untapped potential. What the well, fuck? I've only seen Power of the Doctor once, not twice actually. Um, so and it's yeah. literally the most recent episode of Doctor Who. Um, but, <laughs> but there we go. Um, what was I? What was I? 
saying. I don't know. What were you saying? Yeah, I don't think there's any other like main sort of like Dalek type Cybermen stories, really. Huh. Maybe I'm wrong, but I can't think of any at this moment. Well, we as we as we continue our foray into time and space, we'll find out. I'm sure. Um, let's get back into it. So, like you said, Rose is definitely not scared. Unlike me, of the Daleks approaching her, Mickey, and Raj. Raj recognizes he's not a main character because they're like, <laughs> "Which of you is the least important?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I don't have any plot armor on, so yeah. I will. Uh, I'll take this one." And he, um, yeah, he was like, "I'm the one. I work for torture. <clears throat> this is my responsibility. If that was yeah. me, I'm gone." Yeah, I'm at the door, mate. Or, or I'd be like. I'd listen to what Rose said and be like, time war, yeah, I know loads about the time war. This girl's bluffing, or this guy's bluffing. Take them instead. I reckon you get shot straight away. Well, no, Raj did Show you're working, because Raj didn't get shot straight away. Yeah, but he didn't try to bluff them like you did, though. Oh, yeah, they could probably sense bullshit, can't they? They'd have the, like, the Dalek lie detector, like 3,000 or whatever. They'd be like, his elevated heart rate shows that he is lying. <laughs> oh, but I'm not. And they'd go, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, fair one, mate. I'd, I'd, outs- I'd swindle them. I'd, I'd, I'd do them. I'd bluff them out. I'm sure you would. Um, but R- Raj does not bluff them out. He very much gets sucked to death. Um, they use their plungers to extract brain waves. Yes. Whatever that means. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what. The line, Rose says, you didn't need to kill him. And then one of the Daleks turns around and is like, neither did we need him alive. I'm like, that's pretty cold. <laughs> I, I have ex- that's exactly what my note says. I have the quote and then I just say, cold AF from the Daleks. <laughs> but it's true. Like, it, it's was, like, it was pretty brutal. I heard that line and I was like, ooh, that's yeah. good. That's and Rose awesome. gives it a look like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that you guys don't play like the other ones. <laughs> yeah, Colour Scaro hits different, man. <laughs> they do things a little differently. Or they don't because all Daleks are pretty brutal to be fair yeah but, but yeah they uh, they definitely come out swinging well this is as good a time as any what do you make this is the introduction of the cult of scaro they obviously spoilers for next season they show up again um because they all they're an ongoing they're an ongoing storyline they're basically for, like like i said last week from most of the 10th doctor's run really they mm. they do kind of pop up here and there um so we haven't seen the last of them uh, so, yeah they're definitely very interesting um, I like them a lot, to be honest. They, I like like um, the the idea, like you know, the Doctor is talking about them. He, he says that they they were designed to like imagine, to like think of new ways of to serve the Emperor and to kill and to become like the ultimate race in the universe and that sort of stuff. Which in itself is is very interesting, if not fucking utterly terrifying. Mm. Um, so so yeah, it's definitely a, a, an interesting little wrinkle to the Dalek mythology. Yeah. yeah. I think you get more of that next season as well. Like, cause oh, definitely. That's when they actually have some sort of creative plan for the future of the Dalek race. Yeah, not um, just, oh, we got a load of Daleks. And <laughs> we found this prison thing, like, by chance, and it's yeah. got a fuckload of our boys in it. Like, <laughs> Bring home the troops, they said. <laughs> this is for all our boys. <laughs> Imagine a Dalek with, like, just the American flag painted over it. Someone's done that. There's, um, there's the... There's the British one, isn't there? In fucking. Uh, oh no, we did that first. We're guilty yeah, of that. I was going to make fun of the Americans. In an actual episode of Doctor Who, <laughs> there's the, the British War Daleks or whatever. Oh no. So, 
I'll tell, I'll tell you what I enjoy. I enjoy um, the Doctor's reaction to seeing the Daleks because he doesn't see them when Rose does, obviously. He's mm. up in the tower, up on the top floor with the Cybermen and stuff. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He just know that the 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 uh, the sphere has opened and something's come out. Um, and then the Cybermen go to investigate. They have the little video screen. They have the little like FaceTime call open or whatever. Um, and then... <laughs> And then yeah, like he, they round the corner and they just see the the Dalek and just the immediate reaction from the the Doctor. It's subtle, but you can just tell that he's immediately on edge. He's like, "Ah, oh, fuck, no!" Like, <laughs> like something's going on here. <laughs> it's, it's, we weren't bad enough that the fucking Cybermen are here now. Yeah. Now I've got the Daleks to deal with as well. It's yeah. I, I love the Dalek reaction. motif. Whenever they appear for the Doctor, it's always just like, and it's almost they're the embodiment of like this day couldn't get much worse, could it? And then they yeah. appear. And the doctor's like, "Fuck's sake!" Like, yeah, this day can the- get much worse. Thunder crackle, pouring rain. That's what the Daleks are essentially. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, no. It's a good. It's a good little reaction from him, and I like that. Like, he you, he gets those. Like, he gives Jackie those reassurances. Like, uh, like Jackie saying, "What's going on down there?" And and he's like. I really don't know. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> Let me catch up a minute, yeah. please. He, um... <laughs> oh, hang on. We, we, we spoke a little bit about the, um... The sassy kind of, like, bitch-off between the Daleks and the Cybermen, which is... is It's just fucking iconic. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm sure Russell was having the fucking time of his life when he was writing... Those lines. One of my favorite ones I've written down is um, Daleks have no concept of elegance. And then the Cyberman <laughs> just flatly replies, This is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so good, man. So good. It's like anything, any reaction that I would have to it is just better summed up by Mickey saying, It's like Stephen Hawking meets the speaking clock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's quite funny. If a little offensive. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely <laughs> offensive, but like you get the, where he's going with it. Yeah. Um, and then there's the main one, obviously. The, um, you are superior in only one respect. <laughs> what is that? You are better at dying. <laughs> it's just good. But the, the thing, do you know what? The thing I love about this is it just completely abandons the concept of like Daleks are just no nonsense and get the stuff done. Like, yeah. The Dalek yeah. is enjoying it. They're pay. They'll have a little bitch. Color Scaro are especially pay. Like, yeah. you, you want to talk about sassy lines here? Just fucking wait until next season, man. <laughs> One of my favorite lines in all of Doctor Who history is from a Dalek, and I cannot wait to to. to it's from a, a Color Scaro Dalek. I cannot wait to talk about it. Um, and we'll we'll get there soon enough. But but yeah, exciting things to come. But yeah, this this. That scene in general, like, it's the entry point. Like, if, you, if you're struggling to convince anyone to watch Doctor Who, just show them this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a good little scene, to be honest. <laughs> don't, don't show them what happens after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But show, show them that little exchange. It, you're right, it is, it is iconic now. Like, it's just in the Doctor Who Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, there's the, uh, the, the very interesting and funny reaction when when the doctor shows up he's like he's kind of like made a plan with the cybermen they're like right i know these guys let's let's work together and go and go fuck them up basically jake's here how a pet um so let's <laughs> let's let's head down and have a canny good time um and, and when when he shows up the daleks are like 
Ah, oh, the female's heartbeat is accelerated. She recognizes him, and Mickey's like, "Yeah, fucking tell me about it." Yeah. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> they, I've got a note on them too. Like, they're just—it's nice to see them like, fuck, like dicking around. Like, obviously they're in a high stress scenario, but like, mm. this is kind of the only time in their history where like they—they've—they've they've done it now. They've broken up. They're officially done. But then you get him in this. Yeah, shut up with the face. I know, like I know, but just I'm talking about this moment in time. For, for the record, I, I I have a note on it later, but I I do think they are also fully broken. I don't think there's anything later in the episode that directly says they're together. So. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> One that what sooner or later they needed to call it a day. <laughs> um, but no, I, this is kind of the only opportunity we get to see, like, just how they'd be as mates. Like, Mickey is a yeah. different character when he's confident and just cracking a few zingers around Rose instead of being like, I love you, Rose. Come on, let's go home or something. He do, yeah, he is a lot more confident. He's having more fun, I guess. He does seem all the better for it, really. Um, it is interesting, following on from my conversation last week about Rose having... No real reaction to seeing Mickey show up again. It's interesting that when she sees the Doctor again, who she saw roughly 20 minutes ago, yeah, um, she, she has more of a reaction to seeing him again. The female's heart rate has increased. I guess that tells you everything you need to know. But Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's just there in black and white, isn't it? Like, if anyone had any yeah. doubts. Yeah. Were there any, like, Mickey and Rose shippers? too early for ships wasn't it really oh f- fuck no man shipping's been a thing for like hundreds of years um but it wasn't called shipping but back when they were actually on ships <laughs> yeah. but it, it's been around um I, I, to be honest i don't know I, I don't think there was there oh there's always gonna be some there's always some like fucking rare pair shippers who will who will go for it but no mo- everyone was mostly 10 rows because or doctor rows because fair that's i mean yeah, it's the emotion yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> because it's the obvious pair yeah because of the story that is presented to <laughs> us <laughs> <laughs> so, um all right well, while, while this is all going on and everyone's gallivanting downstairs there's there's a bit yeah. of cutting back and forth so we'll just catch up with Jackie and Yvonne have been yes kind of dealt the shit hand and they are yeah. on their way to be upgraded yeah um, doctor doesn't really do fuck all like yeah. to be honest like jackie could have fully died um and the doctor really didn't do shit about it to be honest like jackie gets away but it's nothing to do with the doctor yeah really. and when you figure out what he is doing he's just swanning about downstairs like monologuing <laughs> yeah like true. bring jackie <laughs> yeah she might not be of any use to you, but at least she's not going to be dead. <laughs> I feel like he could have, like, at least told the Cybermen that, like, he needs Jackie or something. Fuck Yvonne, she can go, but, like... Is that where you're at with Yvonne? Yeah, fuck her. She caused all this. I mean, she, look, she did. And I've got to know about this. I'm, I'm, now I'm curious to get your take, right? And also, like, I'm with my Queen Jackie. She's like, fucking, you did this, you and your Torchwood. Fuck you, you bitch. Is I'm, that... I'm with Jackie. Is that genuinely your stance? Like you're, because oh, I, like my... I feel like you're gonna fucking trick me into getting cancelled no, for some no. reason. <laughs> yeah, but... no, no, no. I've just got like a 
it does the we spoke about this last week there's the cyberman noise there's the ah, snip 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 oh yeah yeah all of that stuff behind the white curtain whatever yeah (laughs) yvonne is walking into it and jackie hasn't finished laying into her like (laughs) maybe let the last thing she ever experiences in this life not be you did this you bitch (laughs) i'm with jackie (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I am. I'm with it. Like, if if it wasn't for Yvonne and her, um, her meddling, her arrogance, I guess, and oh, she wasn't to know about the Cybermen, I guess, but like, she was still pushing things with the ghosts and everything. And mm. look, it, it's it's not easy to pin all of this on one person. I understand that. She's the head of Torchwood, and I feel like she needs to take the blunt of the responsibility, though. So I would argue she takes it. Like I would argue she takes it more responsibility. Well, yeah, I feel like she tries to redeem herself a little bit, but and I have questions about how that works. But so do I, and I think that there's no amount of speculation that will answer those questions. No, there's there's no answer to those questions. It's maybe Yanto done. has the answers in Torchwood. Well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but there we go. <laughs> what would you do if we had that exact scene with Yvonne where she comes out and she goes, I did my duty for Queen and Country and she starts crying tech- technological tears or whatever the fuck. Um, but she's dressed in sexy Cyberman outfit because she's half converted. I'd hate her even more. <laughs> you'd, you'd be cheering on for Jackie. Yeah, I would, yeah. I'm cheering off for ja- I'm always cheering off for Jackie. Jackie, Jackie does, like, she gets out of it, like you said, nothing to do with the Doctor, but in something that I feel like most people would be capable of. It's just, the Cybermen get talking. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm off out the fucking fire exit. Like. They're just having a chinwag. They don't know what's going on, mate. They're just like, oh, the boss is dead, so yeah. I'm now the boss, I guess. Let me let me just download the boss into me for a yeah. second. Um, and then Jackie's like, right, fucking see you later, lads. I'm, uh, I'm off, boys. The one, the thing that I was struck with is they don't have a reaction. They don't like go ah or like see her go or like sharply turn or anything. They, Jackie no. just leaves and they're like, "I will be the new cyber." Like they don't give a fuck. No, I don't think they see her leave. But yeah, but that's. I mean, I mean, I guess there's no peripheral vision there, is there? No. Do we ever Will see it... a Cyberman POV? Don't think so. Can't think of it off the top of my head. No, nor can I. I think we'll see a Cyber Matt POV, but hmm. uh, I don't think we ever see a Cyber Man POV. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, I'm wrong. Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. Or so, off the top of my head, I, I think not. Um. Anyway, we we are jumping a little bit around all the, all over the point here, but yeah, Jake, like you said, Jake is back. Huawei. Uh, Huawei. Uh, <laughs> a proper canny bloke he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's fresh off the toon he's jumped in to London. <laughs> I, I am very sorry to our, our listeners in the Newcastle area uh, they, they know what they're like they're fine um, <laughs> they know what they're like all right. they're all like Jake Jake's a hero a, I saw a clip on Twitter earlier. It's, just, it's very funny I think it's from Geordie Shaw or something but it's someone from from that show, Jordy Shaw just been like, Faresha Roshi, why you eat, lads? Do you want a Faresha Roshi while you eat? Mate. <laughs> mate, have you ever watched Jordy Shaw? I've yeah, I'm, like my sisters used to watch it a lot, and um, when I still lived at home, um, and I was like, I was like 18, 19 or whatever, so I was at that age, we're like, oh fucking reality TV, oh, I'll just 
point yeah. as well. I'm not watching this. But then I'd always be like, yeah, yeah, this, the side <laughs> eye at the team. <laughs> the team. Just, just like, I sat there with my arms crossed, looking at my iPhone, but then my eyes would just be like looking yeah. up at the team. <laughs> like, David's like, this is so stupid, but like, just so I can really assess how stupid yeah. it is, what, who's going out with who? <laughs> yeah. And he's kissing who? That's well out of order. <laughs> no, mate, I, that, that is home to one of my favourite, just heinous fucking lines ever spoken out loud, which was I grill more birds than George Foreman. <laughs> Was that in our um, thing? In our Come Die With Me piece? It, I think it might have been, yeah. Yeah. I that grill more nothing. birds than George Foreman. <laughs> Awful. That means nothing to no one, but whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Jake is here. What are you saying about Jake? So he's brought his big yellow um, dimension hopper, parallel world yeah. jumper thing. Yeah. Uh, which obviously plays a massive fucking part. But in the meantime, they're here to explain kind of to, to really just give us the exposition catch us up as to why these ghosts are, are now cybermen how they're here and because as far as we know mickey and jake are just in a van in paris killing yeah but um no we've got, <laughs> we got a whole team now they got a whole fucking swat team it's been maybe it's been three years since we last saw mickey yeah i, I tried to piece out what was happening there but it, like it hasn't been has it uh, well i think it, uh, it could have been for them they do, the parallel um, world doesn't run. Uh, does. I think they say one, but I think even they say in oh, maybe it's this episode or the the Cyberman two part episode. They say that this world is running faster. But Mickey and Ricky, how do you explain that? Because they're the same age. I don't know. It's a plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> explain it, Nathan. <laughs> I can't. It's a plot hole. But I do think that the that uh, runs faster. Um, but yeah, so I think it's been three years. Yeah. Has Pete... Did Pete... Like... Because I know Pete in season one is the is Rose's Pete. Rose's dad. Yeah. And he's the one we see. In, and I know it's set, you know, in the 90s. It's set way back when. 80s. Yeah. Oh, 80, oh God, yeah. I suppose it is. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, we're yeah. getting old. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't like that. Uh, and he's got his head of hair, right? Yeah. Is this... Is this a tactical era appropriate look for pete or has he just has the one year in between production of season one and season two not been kind to his hairline oh i think i think it's intentional so because he's like he's he's at least 20 years older like he's supposed to be at least 20 years older so i think they've intentionally gave him a different look and a different hairstyle and stuff yeah so do you reckon they wigged him in season one or they buzzed him in season two i buzzed i'd say yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think they thought ahead in season one. That's. Do you know what? I respect yeah. that because that's a risky move at his <laughs> age to be shaving your head like that. Yeah, you got you got to be careful. Like I, 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 I sometimes toy with the idea of shaving mine, but then I'm just terrified that it'll just go. Oh, you don't need this anymore. All right. Yeah. Well, you, well, if you're making up, up your mind, Nathan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> says the hair follicles. <laughs> I shaved my head 2015, and it just didn't come back the same. You had a big bald head when I met you. I did, and it, I but when like, it grew back, was not the same hairline I had. Well, and I was go. like, "Oh, I see." Yeah, I thought I could get away with it at the age of eighteen, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I guess. Incorrect. Um, but anyway, so what they've been doing is they've been trapping Cybermen in their factories, which I feel like is just always to, for Jake and Mickey to not see that that is a time bomb waiting to go off. 
Yeah. It's a bit stupid. But in their world, the citizens have taken pity on the Cybermen. They're like, we need to let them out. So I guess they're in standstill of, can we blow up this building with all of them in it? Or do we have to just keep them here for like a human rights thing? I feel like that makes sense. It's really. a, it's something that I'd like to see explored. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because they, they are, right? They, they are people. Like, yeah. <laughs> they Or they were at least people who, were, who have been converted and like... And the, if I remember correctly, I think the cyber episode, like the two-part, ends with them like destroying the inhibitor chip or whatever. So like they know they're human, or or the Cybermen have like oh. I don't know. Maybe they know what's happened to them, or maybe they don't because these guys don't clearly. But well, but maybe that can maybe we can headcanon some Yvonne shit there. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just a <laughs> plot hole. <laughs> no, because she's a new Cyberman, so like, oh, that's true. Yeah, why would she? Yeah, they brought over all their equipment and everything. Was that yeah. just spawning in as fake ghosts? What's this big, what's this big cube in the room? That's a blur. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence, don't ask me how it works. I don't know. Just, just do the David Tennant science noise in your head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> Uh, um, Harriet Jones is the president of Parallel Earth now. Yep. And David Tennant's still cross and throwing his arms in the air. Oh, yeah, they don't like each other at this point, do they? No, he hates her. He's like, watch out for her. I'm she fine. blows up ships. Yeah. Yeah, right. crazy. I want... Now, I looked at this scene specifically, and I don't know if you'll even remember this, but a while back, we spoke about how the sonic screwdriver has certain settings that can... I, I we spoke about this scene specifically. We did, we did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad remember. you remember. Yeah, I remember Lawrence. I remember. Don't never, never question <laughs> my memory. Okay, Lawrence. Well, to to catch people up that maybe didn't hear that episode or can't remember because I didn't I even remember what host to. I don't remember what episode it was, but we no. spoke about it. Um, but yeah, we we were we were speaking about the velocity of which the Sonic can open a door. Like, will it just open yes. the lock if you push a bit harder on the button? Maybe it will smash the window in. Yes. All of this. I want now to find out your definitive take on what opens the door. Is it the Sonic or Jake's bazooka? I think there was explosives on the door Mm -hmm. and the doctor was activating the explosives. That's why. There was a pack of C4 on the door or something. Jake's boys, they put on the fucking... You know whatever you do in Call of Duty? They did that. Um, They they breached and cleared. They breached... Well, they, they got ready to... Breach and clear. Yeah. And then the doctor gave the signal, which was activating the, the C4 or whatever, and then they breached. Imagine one of them fucked it up and like still was setting it. <laughs> setting it up. It just <laughs> straight in his face. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. That seems more plausible yeah. than the Sonic can just blow through a ton of steel with one I bun. don't think it can do that. No, it's, it's just... Like I say, it opens doors, it activates switches, all right? This is this is what it does. <laughs> this is fair. It's true. Yeah. So they're all they're all in the room finally. Yeah. Well, everyone apart from Jackie, who's currently cursing out Yvonne, yes. <laughs> she dies. She's on the run at this point, I think. Oh yeah, she is. Yeah, telling she's the running... doctor to look out for the fire extinguisher. She's running up and down the stairs or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. I love I love a bit of Jackie just yeah. doing stuff like that. That's very funny. What hijinks is she getting up to? <laughs> yeah, it, it's insane to me that like Jackie is just like. I've I've even got a line. There's just some great comedic delivery in this episode. So good, yeah. 
Yeah, she's, he, she's always on top form. Yeah. Always. Rose is the companion we lost, but Jackie's the one we truly will cry for. Jackie's the one we lost in our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Um, yeah, they're all in the room. Um, and Mickey... They need a, they need a, The Daleks need a time traveller's handprint. Just like Rose woke the Dalek up in season one. Um, no flashback. Yeah, it, literally, it's just a little little touch will activate the Time Lord technology or whatever, which is basically the big TARDIS Dalek prison thing that they yeah. have. Um, anyway, Mickey Mickey fumbles it in a way that only Mickey could. I was just imagining the fucking hell that would be on if this was the ninth Doctor. <laughs> Ten, tenth Doctor was like, oh, no, you did good, mate. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, he's like, oh, it could have <laughs> happened to any of us. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but it didn't oh, no. happen to Mickey, didn't it? <laughs> he, he said if if he hadn't have done it, they would have opened it by force, which would have meant blowing up the sun or some shit. So he did them a favour. So, yeah. I feel like that's 10 bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's been a bit polite. <laughs> if there was any other way that the Daleks would have done it, they would have, the second Rose went, I'm not doing it, they would have went, blow up the sun! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was being a bit polite. Yeah, um, but yeah, just imagine if if it was nine. My God, Mickey would be getting slapped all over the shop. <laughs> he wouldn't be walking out of that. Um, <laughs> the Cybermen catch Jackie as she's running about, and I, I don't know what it is. It's not even necessarily a funny line, which is why the delivery is just perfect, is the Cybermen pointing their guns at Jackie, and she just goes, no! Please, and like it's the cowers. Little, it's the little, um, the little back step she does, and yeah. the little like, the little turn and hide herself sort of thing. And she's, and I think she says, "No, you can't," which yeah. is just quite funny in itself. Very, uh, very just good. a very human reaction, really, mm. um, which is great. Um, and then we have the Jackie and Pete reunion, as it were, which is a really nice scene. Um, what I like about it the most is just if if you watch Rose throughout that entire sequence, she's just so like waiting on bated breath for yeah. it, really. She's like, this is what she's wanted. Like this is fucking all her Christmases at once. Really. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I love that because like, and we've spoken again about this. Um, season two is really when Jackie's been on on screen and in the episodes, which is fleeting. She is. She's she's still a supporting character as much as we love her. Um, when she is on the heart. screen in season two, huh? Not in my heart, she's not. No, no, nor mine. Mm-hmm. Um, when when she's on the screen, the time that she does have in the episodes that she's in, they've always been this season focused on how lonely she is and how yeah she's scared that Rose <laughs> will grow so far distant and that she'll lose her daughter and she's you know she has the big upset with Elton. Um, just looking for any kind of companionship because who else is going to sleep with Elton? Like, unless they're very lonely, is what I'm saying. Or made of concrete. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, I don't want to open that can of worms again. <laughs> I just, I like, I had a point in my head and I was like, it's not worth it. I, I got to move on. Um, but yeah, no, I just love that this is the resolution to that. Like, yeah, Jackie's arc is closed because... What? What would you mean? Well, I, feel, I, I I don't want to jump ahead, but there's some stuff. Oh, like, have I forgotten something? 
No, not, probably not. I mean, we'll talk about it in this episode, but okay, she ain't out yet. All right, okay. she ain't out yet. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm saying. She ain't out yet. Um, we'll we'll come back to Jackie and that sort of stuff. There's a very funny shot, which uh, this is kind of pointless and basically Nathan nitpicks a thing, but there's a shot which always fucking makes me laugh. Um, in this episode, it's like when the the Cybermen are like being recalled to Canary Wharf, I think to, I think maybe to fight the Daleks or something. But basically, all the Cybermen are going back to Canary Wharf. Yeah. Um. So they're like leaving the homes. You know, they're in like everyone's houses and the streets and stuff. So there's all that montage of them just kind of like walking and flying towards Canary Wharf. Um. And then there's like this this street that they filmed in very clearly just a residential street somewhere in wales outskirts of cardiff you can even see in the background there's like a very welsh hill like just a <laughs> just a big countryside hill in the yeah. background but then we see the other side of the street and there's just the fucking canary wharf building just superimposed like five feet behind the house in the background and it's just so funny to me and it's just the the this show keeps doing everything it can to convince me it's shot in london and i know it's not yeah but it keeps trying I never, I, I, I will never underestimate your ability to pick out an an, an issue with the London skyline. Like, I love it. So, I love it so much. It's so, it's funny to me. It is. It's just very funny. I mean, yeah. Look, they they were working with what they were given. There was a hill. We saw the hill. It's in the <laughs> same street. We know that that doesn't exist next to Canary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm wondering if you noticed a face that Mickey pulls Uh, a certain conversation Uh, maybe so Jackie and Pete are talking about their you know and you never remarried no and then Jackie says (laughs) Jackie says there was never anyone else and for some reason we don't cut to Pete's reaction to that we cut to Mickey Mm-hmm. who smirks, looks to the side, and then realises everyone else is taking this seriously, so then pulls a serious face. <laughs> and it's such a fleeting moment, but it's there, like... Essentially, Mickey's like, it's not what I heard around the, around the estate. <laughs> oh, right, okay, I see. I, just, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it, like, genuinely. If you, if you watch back the scene, you'll, you'll see his face, and it is, it's there for a reason. It's you, think Mickey's, you think Mickey's out here saying that Jackie belongs to the street? <laughs> I think that is what Mickey's implying. Okay. But, but then I, th- I think he sees the severity of the situation. Is like, oh, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Could it not possibly be interpreted as um, there was never anyone else? And then he's more thinking of Rose and the Doctor. Like, No, as, I don't think so. It seems a very immediate disbelief for something Jackie said. Okay. I feel like if I feel like if it was that point being made, he might look towards back and forth to Rose and the Doctor. But now nah, you trust me. Watch it again. You'll see what I'm saying. Lawrence, um, did you notice the return of something? The return of an old favorite. An old favorite. Yes. Oh God. Um, I didn't. Go on. Well, Jay. Well, well uh, Team Tardis. Let's just call them that need to get back up to the top of the tower uh, and Jake conveniently pops out and says we could always take the lift 
uh, as he as he does in his beautiful little voice. Yeah. And uh, elevator.mp4 <laughs> the famous the singular shot of an elevator that will appear every time an elevator is mentioned in Doctor Who oh. the same shot um, no matter what time period yeah, no matter what time period no matter what planet we're on <laughs> it will always be just the same very clearly 2005 elevator shaft <laughs> going up that's and fair yeah yeah it's good stuff. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great moment in Doctor Who history. Mm. So I'm happy to see it immortalized here. One one thing I didn't notice, and I, maybe I just—it's only a little quick line of dialogue, but I never really considered it—is we have a winner, like as to who's better. The Daleks are winning. The Daleks are clearly winning. Yeah, like the Cybermen don't get like a single shot in, and they they just they say we've started a surrender. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, that exactly. That's what I'm saying. I've missed this the whole time. They're walking okay. up the stairs. Yeah, I can't remember exactly when in the episode. It's probably like midway, three quarters, whatever. They're walking up the stairs, and they say like, "We've initiated a surrender. We'll we'll go back and take the parallel world. We'll take the home world." Oh, so they fully just change plans because they're like, "For the Daleks well, are here." Just four of them were rocking their shit alone, man. Like they they were doing nothing. To, yeah, to the Daleks. Um, so if there's like fucking four billion or however many there are, then yeah, they're fucked. Yeah, I agree. My next note is pretty simple. Fuck Pete. <laughs> I'm I'm not with him, man. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah. I don't like him. I think he's a snake. Mm. I think he always has been. Um, not not pa- not this world's Pete. Fucking parallel Pete. I think he's a snake. I don't like him. He was a bit of a snake in the Cyberman episode. He left Rose. He just completely rejected Rose and went off. Um, and then, like, he acts kind of... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Nice to Jackie in the beginning, but then as soon as 
things become a bit inconvenient. It's like, no, you'll do what I tell you to and you'll fucking come with me now and all this shit. But yeah. then I love that Jackie's like, who the fuck are you, mate? Yeah. Like, fuck off. I've lived an entire life without you, cunt. I don't need you now. Fuck she, off, She man. says, I've, I've done 20 years without you. I can do a yeah. couple more. Like, it's... It, oh, I mean, it's true as so well. Much. Like, yeah. I love her so much, man. Yeah. Who's he to tell her what to do, man? No. Well, that's the one thing that's always been consistent with Jackie. Like... You can like Jackie's been messed around, but you fuck around with Rose and what Rose she will, wants. She will end your entire existence, mate. Yeah. She will, she will fuck you up, man. They're like they have such a really like cool to see. Yeah. I feel like as Doctor Who goes on, like I'm not a massive fan of like the Martha and Martha's mum relationship. Like I, there's there's a lot of stuff that like there's a lot of mothers and daughters. I think as it goes on. That, that aren't great. This is top tier stuff. This is good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pete's out here. <laughs> Peted and receding. Peted and receding. So the 10th Doctor, he kind of has to be a bit of a prick as well. He has mm-hmm. to be a bit heartless and kind of act like he doesn't give a fuck that he's sending Rose off to a parallel earth. Um, I, I think everyone watching knows that's an act and he he's just doing that because if he spends a single second thinking about it, he'll be like, no, okay, yeah, stay, stay, because, like, yeah. he's weak. Yeah. Especially when it comes to Rose. Yeah, I think he's... I think there's two things going on. One is exactly what you just said and the other is, like, I have to play this down because if she asks questions, she's smart enough to work this out. Yeah, exactly. And if she works this out, then she'll stay, and that's putting her in harm's way, yeah, and in danger. Um, yeah, no, he he has to, like you say, he has to be. Pete's just a prick, but yeah. like he's the doctor has to be a bit of a prick. Yeah, the the Pete is yeah. Pete's looking out for himself. I think the doctor is purely looking out for them, mm. really. And yeah. it's like you see as well, like. <laughs> when they do go and the doctor's kind of just standing there and I know Rose comes mm. straight back again, but like in that yeah. moment, you, that, that look on his face, man, like, and, and it cuts to a wide and he's just, all of his mates were just in this room. They're all gone. And he is like, it really dawns on you. Like, Oh, he's got no one without her. Yeah. And it, and it's fucked. Like it is very sad. And like, yeah, but it's then it, it's short lived. Yeah. It is short lived. Cause she comes straight back. She's like, fuck you, I'm off back. I'll press this button again. Yeah. Um, and she's back. Um, and the doctor's like, they take half an hour to charge. No. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, go on then, ask us a silly little question. Hang on, Pete's doesn't take fucking half an hour to charge back, does it? You found a spare one in Torchwood. <laughs> That's convenient, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Jake's at Hawaii. I have two of these. <laughs> um. Yeah, so right, the important question I have to ask you, Nathan, and I think everyone wants our answers to this. So consider that the Doctor is shake and Rose is shiver. Now we, we will split these names. Which would you take? Which would I take? Who is shiver and shake? I have no idea. Okay. So (laughs) I feel like we should know the parameters before we decide i i agree and i'm basing this entirely off the doctor go the doctor's go goes oh i'm i'm shake well then i'm shake i feel like it's the batman and robin like you want to be the batman in the scenario not me do you not i'd want to be robin well then you can be shiver and i'll be shake 
No, Shake's Robin. Well, is the Doctor Robin? Yeah. We've overcomplicated this. <laughs> Robin's the coolest one out of the two. I, I don't necessarily disagree, but... I don't know. If you're listening and you know who Shiver and Shake are, tweet us, at StillGotLegsPod. Let us know which one of us fits the moniker better. <laughs> who is Shiver and who is Shake? And then we will discuss. Great. <laughs> um, I've got a little note. Go on, then. The stupid little cartoony levers are so silly. And <laughs> silly, aren't they? They're just silly designs. <laughs> Big levers that go online locked they're silly yeah i guess i just think they're silly like they're they're fun they're a bit campy silly fun yeah and i and i appreciate them i like how they speak i like how for some reason clicking them in twice means that they're locked um yeah which i can get amongst because you you can double lock a car with two clicks like yeah i get amongst it um i just think they're very silly they're big they're big stereotypical end of the world levers (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just campy Doctor Who, isn't it? Yeah, it, Doctor Who is always a little bit over the top and campy. Like, mm. yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. To be honest, I have no strong opinions about the <laughs> levers either way. To be honest, I, I'm not on your like full on hate campaign for the levers or, or the levers or whatever. You're I don't, I'm not having a hate campaign. I'm saying they're good. I like them and they're silly. You just said you hated them. I never said I win. You literally just said you hated them. Editing Nathan, rewind the tape. I don't hate them. I think they're silly and fun is what I said. I'm pretty sure you just said you fuck, you hate the cartoon levers. I did not. I never said I hate them. Promise you. Well, either you or I have Alzheimer's then. Because <laughs> I could, I would bet like a hundred quid that you just said that. And you know what? I don't care at this point. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm sure you did, but whatever. Um, yeah, so anyway, the, they they activate them. The Doctor's got these two big clamps that go to the wall and they can hold on to because they've all got void stuff, which means if you've crossed to the parallel world, it will pull you in. Yeah. Um, like bit of a, yeah, just a wall. bit gimmicky and a bit convenient, but whatever. Um, they, they begin the process. <laughs> I really... I really like the Daleks just whizzing about, getting smashed through the window, and they're all going, ah. <laughs> I do enjoy the little scream. Yeah. <laughs> just a little, ah. <laughs> so they're just flying up through. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite funny, to be honest. It's it's funnier because they're like, they're not an even shape like the Daleks. They're very bottom heavy. Yeah. So like they're all just spinning about, and it's very yeah. fun to see. It is very fun. I enjoy it quite a lot. Mm. Um, things go wrong. The levers, which you hate or don't hate, depending on what you said, um, started to malfunction, and then Rose has to fix hers. Great moment of drama, really. Mm. Just a great fucking tension moment where she's just hanging off for dear life. And and we know she said she died. Summer's going to get fucked up. Summer's going to go wrong. Is is this the moment? Um just this shot of like when when she does let go and it's kind of the shot that just stays fixed on uh, the doctor as as uh, she's pulling away and he's just screaming um mm. so good really good it's the way that, like 
Again, David Tennant's a very good physical performer, and so is Billy Piper. Like it, yeah. The, the same, like it's different because the Doctor's just kind of elbow clamped himself to the wall, whereas yeah. she is holding on with three fingers for dear life to this I, lever. We've spoke often about Rose's upper body strength. And ah, it's like true. How, how she has like the strength of fifty men <laughs> in one twenty-year-old girl from Southeast London. <laughs> and like this podcast's favorite gymnast <laughs> <laughs> she will always be our favorite gymnast um but she, she just didn't have a strong enough grip on no. the uh on the lever this time she couldn't support herself and also you know there was a massive fucking void <laughs> like essentially like a giant fucking black hole <laughs> behind her just sucking her in as well so yeah that probably had something to do with it it, it, it definitely didn't help her <laughs> yeah. in that in that scenario um yeah but the that that just um like the Murray Gold scoring of this whole sequence, yeah. like the I don't know what the songs are called, but like the the one where she's holding on and he goes dun 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 yeah. dun fuck incredible. Yeah, very just good. Proper tension, but she does let go. The tenth doctor screams very like you said, very, very like well performed. Just you really believe that he's just quite a chilling scream, really. Just mm. so much pain in it, so much like fuck no. Like a real fucking gut punch of a scream, man. Yeah. And like also like I feel like it's important to remember like that what happens to Rose wasn't the fate the doctor was screaming about. He was terrified mm. she was gonna get sucked into a void. Yeah. Unreachable for nothing. Like yeah, yeah, like which is pretty crazy. But luckily, Reseed and Pete is there to save the day. Yeah, he saves and, her and, and not gets her. swept into the void. I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. I I kind of like reason it out as like the um the kind of like teleportation thing. Um, mm. like he's not fully atomized yet or whatever. Like he's not fully assembled. Yeah. So, like, he I can't see. get sucked in. He's, so he's left the rest of his hairline in the parallel earth. Yeah. He's, he's got enough time to grab Rose for her to have one final look back, and then... Oh, that, that look back. Yeah. Pain, man. Pain. Fucking pain. And immediately followed by the slow walk to the wall. The, look, the walk to the wall, um, I am still not emotionally over, and I don't <laughs> think I ever will be. And yeah. I think Russell T. Davies needs to pay for my therapy. If mm-hmm. I'm being completely honest, um, the way they shot the wall stuff is so good. It's so simple but so clever, making it seem like they they are literally on opposite sides of the walls. Like the way they flip the shot and everything. Yeah, it's so good and it's so well done. And again, really simple stuff, but so fucking effective in terms of. And then, then of course, you've got the fucking the doomsday score and everything. And it's oh just, yeah, oh, fucking hell, man. This is how this is how you know the like the. This is this is how you make it work with the shoestring budget. Like, yeah, it's that simple concept. Like you say, flipping the shot. Yeah, it's it's magic. It's just it's one of like, I think possibly the saddest moment in Doctor Who up until this point. Like, I don't think it's been sadder. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that up until this point anyway. Yeah, because even even like Nine's death, it's in service of saving Rose. Yeah, and it's more triumphant because he. He had he finished his arc before he died. Like he was able to, yeah. And not... it's fine because the doctor still lives on and stuff. But like, yeah. here we are fully losing a relationship and a companion. So 
Mm. Yeah, it is. It is quite emotional, and then just, oh, just the fucking, the gut punch of just Rose on the other side, just breaking down, but then slowly, like I guess, feeling his presence through the wall and that sort of stuff, and oh, it just breaks my heart every time, man. It's watching like it's, and this is what got me twice in this episode. It's watching mm. all of Rose's family watch her just like. Yeah, just absolutely break down and mourn for this, like, because it's not like it. Like we we followed Rose for two seasons. It's not the Doctor. It's her life. Like it's everything that she was able to say that she liked about herself came from traveling with him. Yeah, like the opening of um, of this storyline, the episode previously, we see all these. Well, we see like her life before and how like mundane and dull it is to her, and then mm. how things literally change and explode with color as soon as the doctor steps in and she has all these adventures and stuff and then there's the scene where he asks her how long she's going to stay with him and she says forever and it's ugh. I thought she said for one more episode no Lawrence don't be a prick <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's okay because she's she's back and she's having a sleep alone alone yeah that oh that's something so there you go. So there you go. So when I said like, I don't necessarily think there's there's anything which indicates that they are together. I I I do think mm. they are broken up. He just lives there now, I guess. So where where whereabouts? Whose house is this then? Did we ever find Pete's. out? It's Pete's house, isn't it? Is it Pete's house? Because Pete's got the mansion that got smashed in. That is the mansion. Is that the mansion? Yeah. Did you not see it from the outside? Oh, I must have missed it. Was it really the mansion? Yeah, it's the, it's the same one. Oh, fair play. Um, but yeah, so yeah, sleeping alone. Um, mm. She wakes up. Um, <laughs> much like you did the other day, immediately thinking of the most important person in their life. Um, I'm alluding to Nathan. Nathan had a dream that he, I had a second wedding and he was texting me oh. about it. <laughs> great. Well, that, that's for no one. <laughs> it is for me. <laughs> okay, great. Um, yeah, she wakes up. The doctor is doing some ADR and he's going Rose into a microphone. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you want him to do? No, nothing. It's just funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they drive to, was it Norway? Norway. Norway. But, I mean, it's Cardiff Beach, but yeah. Oh, but yes, yeah, we're still, we've <laughs> never left Cardiff. <laughs> um, we've travelled to a parallel earth and it's still in Cardiff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where'd they find a spare mansion in Cardiff? You've never been to Wales, and it's very evident. Oh, really? Yeah, there is there is some fucking money in Wales. <laughs> I've been to Wales once. Have you? Yeah, very fleeting. I was there for one day. Well, there you go. Yeah, and I didn't see any mansions, so I'm right. I lived there for two years. I feel like I got a better sense of it. <laughs> okay, I'm sure you did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so anyway, the, the the whole point is that Rose follows the signal. Can you imagine how hard it would be driving across multiple countries following only a voice? A voice in someone else's head. <laughs> oh yeah, because Rose isn't driving. <laughs> yeah. Pete's like, what? hang on, what? <laughs> it's, it's over there. Wait, no, it's over there. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, doctor, could you please at least like... <laughs> Just, just give us give directions. Us like a, just give us a fucking map reference or something, <laughs> mate. Just please drop a pin on Google Maps or yeah. something. Yeah, oh, look at that truck. Pete can follow like specific coordinates. Like yeah, drop a coordinate. You'll get there. 
Yeah. <laughs> Imagine a world where Rose doesn't wake up to the doctor going, Rose, she wakes up to like 3.2177. I reckon she could figure that out. Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, you'd have to get a pen quickly and write it down, wouldn't you? You would have figured that out. Um, I'd put it into Google Maps and let that Google that let that figure it out. You wouldn't even know to put it into Google Maps. You'd be like, "What are these numbers?" Oh, I guess I'll never know. Um, <laughs> uh, so they get to the so Rose gets to the beach and then this, this is the moment. This is just the oh. get ready to have fucking your entire life destroyed. Um, killed me. Genuinely killed me. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the goodbye, the famous goodbye on the beach. The burning up a sun to say goodbye is, yeah, yeah extremely sad. Um, yeah. I just like that, like, you kind of, like, you see Ten kind of keep it together. Mm. But, like, you know he's not. And when it cuts oh, to just 100%. the moment, like, he's he's projecting himself standing in the beach. Yeah. But, like, when it cuts to the reality of that, he's just on his own in the TARDIS. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck, Billy Piper is on top form in this scene. She yeah. is, oh, she is fucking phenomenal, man. So, genuinely, some of her best work, and it's it's so good. I really just like it's it's almost inconsequential, but just the line, I don't know what to say. Like mm. she's like fighting back tears. It's just so genuinely human because like she's had like fucking a whole kind of relationship with this man he's fucking pretty much everything to her and now they have to bottle that all up squeeze it down into two minutes and figure out to say goodbye for the rest of their lives like what the fuck do you even say yeah in that in that circumstance you well you can't do it can you you just no, like, no of course th- not there it's is nowhere to start and you don't know where to begin yeah it's it's so completely overwhelming and it is just a genuine amazing human reaction from her yeah, and and just the the um she goes to like first say I love you. She she starts saying and she stops. She hesitates, um, kind of like weighs it up for a second. She's like she's never gonna see him again. Fuck it. And then she just powers through and says it while just fully breaking down at the mm. same time. So good. Oh, the, so... these the, Billy Piper's specifically <clears throat> line deliveries in this scene are etched into my head. Like, I know the inflection yeah. on every syllable. Yeah, just because it's such a it's such an like an honest emotional performance from her. The way her voice breaks as she's saying "I love you," it's oh. it's it's fully. Oh, where where was the the Emmy? Where was <laughs> the national TV award? There probably was one because I I think Doctor Who always did quite well at the TV awards. But still, give her give her them again. Just yeah. keep on giving them. Uh, I would agree. Yeah, just keep sending them to Billy Piper. <laughs> yeah, She's like, she I have not it. done this for about twenty <laughs> years, but that's fine. Um, she 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 officially receives the uh, the still got legs best uh, best performance of twenty yeah. of twenty twenty three award or whatever. <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah. Um, so, right, I don't. Apparently, this is a big thing that people think about. Um, the baby line. Where do you land on it? Oh, um, don't know. Never really thought about it that much. Well, like the the doctor saying you're not. Oh, when Rose says it's me, Mum, Mickey, Pete, and yeah, the baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, what are you getting at? You? Well, so the so the when the doctor says you're not, the the implication is 
As she's the, pregnant. Yeah, with the doctor's child. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't believe that either. No, I never for a second has that, has that been a shred of a possibility. I think like, that, no. I think I think the doctor is more like, oh, I was, this is going to go a hell of a lot different. Like, I was going to be like, I love you. Yeah. It's going like, to be romantic. I, I think he's immediately thinking of Mickey. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't think they fucked, unfortunately. I I would have lo- loved it to have happened, uh, which sounds weird. Um, but I I don't think it did. <laughs> Nathan's, Nathan's are downstairs in the ties. You guys don't mind me. I don't I don't think they ever got the chance. I don't think neither of them were ever brave enough to admit how they felt to one another. Yeah, but that, that's the point of this scene. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, they they they're finally getting a chance to say what they what they couldn't. Um, and unfortunately, not that you have to confess you love someone to fuck them. But I, I still don't think they ever crossed that boundary. No, I, I completely, I think it was completely platonic in, physi- in I physicality. Platonic. No, like, in, but like it, like it was completely platonic in terms of what they actually did. Yeah. But it was very much so, like finally admitted at the end. I don't even think it's like a case of um, fucking. Well, it certainly isn't a case of fucking. <clears throat> no, I forgot what I was saying. No, platonic. Yeah, I don't necessarily think they're um, they're they're even physically platonic. I feel like it's that thing of like cr- crossing little boundaries, but never quite um, quite admitting to it. Yeah, if that makes sense. Never quite talking about it. Like I feel, I feel like they'll probably hold hands and they'll hug each other for longer than they probably should, and they'll be lingering. Touches mm. here and there. I don't think it'll ever be kisses or anything like that, but I just feel like physically they'll be. Just it was a like lot more. both of them laying the groundwork down and terrified yeah. the other one might realize it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's the way I see things, which makes things even more emotional, really. I'm yeah. So sad. For and them. then, of course, yeah, she, she says she loves him, obviously, and then. He's clearly getting ready to say it too, but never gets the chance. He just throws Tyler and then he fades away and it's, oh my God. Why, Russell? Why? Why did you do this to me? I'll tell you what, it was never, that moment is tragic. Yeah. I have always, and today was no exception, I have always been more, this is the moment that always gets me and actually makes me cry rather than just be like, this is tragically sad, uh, is the moment Rose turns around and Jackie just sprints to her. Yeah. That moment has always just fucked me up. Mm. Like, I don't know, it's just something of like, Jackie's been told repeatedly that she would have chose a life with the Doctor over a life with her and like, but it it has never once like altered the way that they care for each other and Jackie will still always be her mother and is always there and there's there's probably a small part of Jackie that is like I have my daughter and I have a life with my daughter again but she, her heart just absolutely bleeds for knowing that that's not what Rose wanted for herself and yeah. her life and it's yeah it's fuck my fucks me up big time yeah. i feel i feel like that's that's even being touched upon because that literally happened in the fucking series 1 finale like mm. rose was back she had rose back in her life and they even had like a falling out about it at first but then 
when it came to it, Jackie stepped up and she helped her get back to the doctor because she knew how important it was to her. She knew how much that meant to her. Yeah. Um, and this time and she's got, she can't help. There's nothing to do. Yeah. There's nothing she can do except be a mother, really. Yeah. Mm. Times two, because she's got a baby. She does have a baby on the way. Pete wasted no fucking time, did he? No, no, straight in there, man. Straight I miss in. my wife, he said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do we ever get a hint about that baby? Because like, Rose obviously comes back. We're like, uh, it's, it is mentioned again, yes. What do they call it? Didn't they say it? Didn't they say Tyler? Oh, wait, in oh, this no, episode? No, they didn't, no. Yeah, no. Uh, Tony! Tyler. Maybe. It is definitely um, Tony, I remember now. And they called it Doctor. Oh, um, yeah, that's it. And then Catherine Tate shows up. Catherine Tate's there. The doctor says, "What, what, what?" Yeah, and, and, everyone, and everyone cheers. And Doctor Who will return at Christmas, <laughs> and so will we. We'll see you guys at Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas next week, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you better hit that button while we're still hot and popping. Weirdo of the This, Lawrence, is everyone's favourite segment of the show. It's where we take a moment to look back and reflect on some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters that come across our screens each and every week while we're watching this little show that is, of course, Doki Who. Uh, so, Lawrence, who are you taking the chance to celebrate uh, as your weirdo for this week? Do you know, like, I didn't know going into this, and I feel like this is the point where I can actually, like, I can actually celebrate a weirdo. And he's he, so it's Raj. Okay. And there's not any one specific major reason. I just think that he's a little oddball side character who is like big interested in this fear. Unfortunately, it brings about his own demise. But he's he's not cowardly. He lays his life down. And I yeah, I just think he's a hey. He knows what he's getting into. I, I don't know if he lays lays his life down, given the fact that he's practically begging. As they all circle him and say, no, no, please don't, I can help. As they all try to kill him. Um, but He volunteers yeah. himself, though. Like, Yeah, he doesn't know what he's volunteering for. He volunteers to give them information. <laughs> yeah, but then when they're like, Neil, it's a pretty, pretty universal symbol for we're going to kill you now. Well, I think you've misinterpreted some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I realise he's not chuffed about it. <laughs> But no, I just think he's a cool little side character. He's one that I've always remembered. And if if that, it, that he's not particularly a big weirdo, but yeah, he's a memorable little <laughs> side character, and I appreciated his presence. All right, wonderful. Um, mine is either Dalek Khan, Dalek Fay, or Dalek Jast. I don't know which one it is, but it's one of them. Yep. Because if only they all had less metal paneling, so we could tell. Yeah. If only they looked different, but they don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because the reason I have picked one of these Daleks is because uh, at one point um, when the Doctor, when the Cybermen and the Daleks are having their little bitch off, uh, the Doctor calls Rose's phone, using Jackie's phone, he calls Rose so he can kind of listen in and see what's going on. At the exact moment... 
Uh, the phone is answered. One of the Daleks, just completely out of context and just has nothing to do with the ongoing conversation between the Daleks and the Cybermen, just says, we must protect the Genesis Ark, which is like, <laughs> it's, it's not, like what are you doing, man? That's, they just randomly give away this exposition as to their whole plan. But like, no one asked them that. Like the Cybermen and Daleks are talking about something completely different. Just out of nowhere, they just go we need to protect this thing oh we this is this is our big thing that we're so, all here so to the protect doctor could hear it right yeah just so the doctor can figure out what's going on <laughs> um so yeah so there we go that's that's my weirdo for this week that's fair yeah i mean <laughs> that actually checks out <laughs> yeah. yeah um very very good well um no Shut up, Lawrence, because before you try to wrap up this show, oh, gosh. I see you on your fucking fucking trying to sneak off. Um, <laughs> Just to end the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I um, tweeted out, Lawrence, about an hour before we started recording um, for, for any thoughts on Doomsday. I should have tweeted this out earlier. I do apologise. I, I retweeted I will... it to try and give it a boost into the ether. I, I noticed. Thank you. And I think that did help, to be honest. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'll definitely tweet this out much earlier next week. Um, and I think we might do this going forward because it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just tweeted out. If anyone has any thoughts on Doomsday, just what, what do you think? Let us know. Um, so much as we did last week, um, we have another three um, tweets coming in. So first Ooh. one here is from uh, at Bouncy David, David Smith. Um, this episode essentially ruins the real queen of Doctor Who, Martha. Never got a fair shot as Ten was hung up on Rose for almost the entirety of her time on the TARDIS, which is true. Yeah, uh, he felt like he closed off. Uh, he felt like he closed off for fear of falling for someone again and didn't get back to being mates until Donna. Justice for Martha. Um, I think that's a fair point, to be honest. Ten is quite mopey throughout a lot of season three. He is, and he is also unfairly pushing a lot of that onto Martha. <laughs> he, he, yeah, I think he is. There's a lot of, like, um, a lot of stuff between Martha and the Doctor is the Doctor basically being like, you're not Rose. Like, yeah, I think that's it, earlier on. It's never as like out egregious as that. It's never as in your face as that. But it's kind of like oh, Rose. I miss Rose just all the time. There, yeah, there, there's a lot, especially earlier on. The Doctor's like, I said you can come in the TARDIS one time. Yeah. <laughs> I only take Rose on trips. <laughs> um, yeah, but I also think the flip side to that, and Martha does realize this at the end of the show. I think like irrespective of rose being there or not i don't think 10 ever had a thing for martha like no i don't, I don't think so either yeah but... and that's not just because he was terrified of opening himself up again like i don't think you ever got a whiff of romantic potential from I, I don't think david's necessarily saying that though like, he kind of like ruined their the chance of being like good friends like like him and donna was as well. oh i see i see okay, yeah because yeah. he was he was too hung up on stuff Really. They were mates. They were, oh, but they, they not, were mates. not like Donna. Yeah, Donna's like the ultimate like best mate. But like, yeah, I, I, I feel like Ten was a little harsh on Martha for a lot of. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk in the coming weeks. <laughs> yeah, and Mar uh, this, uh, Martha is arguably the companion that ate the most shit for him as well. Yes, I cannot wait to discuss season three. I have yeah. a lot of thoughts. 
Um, this one is from at Talking Picks Pod. Um, the good people, Brian and David. Um, do you think we will ever get an actual Dalek slash Cyberman team up? Maybe an upgraded Dalek or Cybermen with the round thing. So this kind of leads off what you were saying. Yeah. Earlier in the episode. So what are your thoughts on that? I'd fu- I'd love to fucking see it. I don't know so yeah. much about them merging together. <laughs> Because it could be interesting. It, it could be interesting, and like design-wise, I'm sure it'd be yeah. a very iconic and immediately good and cool thing for everyone yeah. to get behind. But I also think, like, I really like the ideology differences between Daleks and Cybermen. The Cybermen are like, we can fix you, and the Daleks are like, you're fucked beyond repair, and we're going to kill you all. Yeah. yeah um, I don't see them ever coming together, but I would love, like I said earlier in the episode, I'd love the idea of more shared time to explore anything about that how that would work yeah they're, de- they're definitely very uh very much an interesting villain combination yeah um and and like i say yeah while they do have different ideologies they are still quite similar like they just want to kill everyone <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> and then also seeing themselves as like the ultimate version of what everyone should be so yeah, yeah interesting stuff um, and then this final one is from at Unstuck Owl, uh, Skate God himself. I still remember loading up the Doctor Who website after the episode and crying like a baby when the Doomsday rolled in after the episode aired. My teenage brain was unable to handle this level of loss. Hard same. Big. I used to love the Doctor Who website. I remember it would always like update and refresh after every episode. Okay. Um, like it would stay like in theme with the episode and stuff. Um, and I think on, on this one there was just kind of like like a big sort of tribute to Rose, which was very emotional, very heart, very uh, very much tugging at the heartstrings. Um. So yeah, quite an emotional. Time. I I don't think I ever the I I used the BBC Trailer Maker a lot, but I don't think I ever. That's a bit later on in the day, I remember that. Yeah, that was that was more around like season four time that, that came into play. Yeah, that's my earliest yeah. Doctor Who website. So what, so they did like a an update well, for just, everything? Just yeah, just like the whole website, just when you went onto it, bbc.co.uk forward slash Doctor Who. Yeah. It was always it was always like themed to whatever the episode was that week and stuff. Okay. Um and they'd have like little games on there and everything. It was it was quite good back in the day. Um but yeah, I remember like as as soon as this episode came on um once it aired there was just like this weird little not weird just this really nice little tribute and montage to rose which was yeah quite emotional that is emotional yeah that sounds cool i yeah i'd love to have more of a comment on it but i just didn't see it back in the day uh and then joe uh joe donnelly says uh, hey i know joe donnelly shut up uh at joe donners says one of the best finales to the show, in my opinion, and it's the first real heartbreak I felt watching the show. Murray Gold is also an absolute sleigh in this one. Thank I, you, Joe. I mean, those are facts. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm true. pretty sure we said that, like, right? We, like, we have... Yeah, yeah, this... this. I think I said it earlier, this is the saddest the show has been up until this point. Like, it, yeah. it is objectively just, like, the worst fucking thing to have happened to the Doctor in the revival yeah, run. It's pretty brutal, and it is always sad to say goodbye to a companion, and we are saying goodbye to Rose for now. For now. <laughs> for now. Um, but but this is, like, her official departure. She This is, like, as a mainstay companion, this is Rose. 
done. So, so there we are. Um, yeah, wrap this bitch up, Lawrence. Uh, also, um, we will be doing some more tweets um, each week, and I will put out the tweet earlier. So thank you for everyone who did reply, even though you had like an hour's notice. I very much appreciate it. There will be more time to do so next week. So four tweets, for the power of the Still Got Legs Twitter. Or maybe we'll be on threads as well. I, yeah. That launches at the time of recording tomorrow. So. I'm, I'm I'm holding off to see. I'm gonna get threads and secure my at. Well, you you'll have threads. You already have it. It's the same as your Instagram. Fuck off, really? Yeah, because it's it's Instagram, isn't it? Is it not gonna be like Facebook is Instagram? No, 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 no. Because it's it's yeah, it's it's using your like Instagram information for it. <sighs> yeah. So whatever your eyes on Instagram, that's gonna be your threads. Oh, well, I mean that's fine, but I like I like them separate. Well, they are separate, but like, oh, so it will like just take my account over. No, it's a separate app. Oh, oh yeah, that's fine then. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, fine, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use your silly little app. <laughs> I'm trying to get my hands on the highly coveted Blue Sky invite. Hey, same. I, like, everyone's like, I'm on Blue Sky. I'm like, send me an invite, cunt. Yeah. Like, if anyone has any Blue Sky invites. Hook us up. I've got I've got two codes potentially in the works coming my way. If I manage oh, to get well, one, for let me, me know. Yeah, give me one. Well, once you get one, you'll once you get Blue Sky, you'll get some. Codes, oh, look, as soon so. as I land it, I better be fucking first in line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I no one else I know is looking for it, but right. I want I want to be in there. It seems like a little heaven. Yeah, away from so, all the noise. Stay tuned. So, still on Twitter for now at Still Got Legs Pod. Maybe we'll be on threads in the coming week. We don't have an Instagram for Still Got Legs. No. Um, so, so we might have to make one. Um, oh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and maybe Blue Sky at some point. That's <laughs> in like six months. Yeah. <laughs> when, it, when it launches or like yeah. official. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. I just know that me, they tell yeah. me I can't be part of it and I want to be. This is a very long episode of Still Got Legs. Lawrence, <laughs> wrap this bitch up. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Every episode... Every, uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you have enjoyed this, there are new episodes of this show uh, that go out every single Monday at 10am. What a wicked time. We're going to be talking about uh, Donna Noble's first appearance next week. And then following that, we've got the whole of season three, which we're very excited for. Um, so share it with your mates that would be a good time and the best way and easiest way to do that is by uh, going to our Twitter uh, and letting them know to give us a little follow at Still Got Legs Pod because that will mean that they get a little notification uh, when we post and a little a little post will remind them that we've got a new episode out um, if you have enjoyed as well um, consider giving us a little review that'd be nice um, whatever your podcast provider platform is I'm sure there's a little section where you can Give us a little star rating, preferably a five, if you think we're hip and groovy and uh, deserving. Uh, that would be much appreciated. But if you are like, fuck this, I want to listen to these guys talk about non-specific things, then there is a place they can do that. And I wish Nathan would tell you where. I won't. <laughs> and sometimes you don't get your dreams, right? Sometimes wishes don't come true. Welcome to the real world. 
Uh, we have another podcast called Another Happy Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at Another Happy Pod. Episodes come out every single Friday at 10 a.m. The same shit I just said. Uh, go listen. It's good fun. We just spoke about uh, Bullet. No, we just spoke about Blade Runner 2049, and we had a guest on, and the guest was very fun and very cool and very swag. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week for what's the episode called? The Runaway Bride. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.